Dunno, said the man. Man began to get out. Well, I guess we'll just drive him down to my place, I guess. If they do to belong to somebody, we'll get a reward for him, and if they don't, we'll keep him ourselves. The cow looks like a good milker. Can't say much for the horse, though. Homely brute. Hank gave a loud snort at this. For a while, he was not a vain horse. He had a proper pride in his neat appearance. And he thought the man's remark insulting. Which indeed it was. That's a nice pig, said the boy. We haven't had roast pig in a long time, Pa. Uh, nor roast duck, said the man. And he licked his black mustache and looked greedily at Alice and Emma. I'll get a rope and tie the cow. And you take some stones and drive the dog away. He reached into the car for his rope. This was too much for the animals, who had been undecided what to do. I don't care for these people at all, said Mrs. Wiggins. Robert, you and Jinx chased that dirty-faced boy away before he could pick up any stones. Don't hurt him, just give him a good scare. I'll attend to the man. And lowering her horn, she galloped straight at him. Yep. Is she saving the day? Yep. Hey, Miriam, can you lay in your bed? Yep. Uh, now, cows are almost always good natures and peaceful animals. And the man was very much surprised. He tried to dodge behind the car, but she scooped him up at her horns and tossed him high in the air. As he went up, Mrs. Wiggins put her forehead to the back of the automobile and pushed it ahead so it would be under him when he came down, which he presently did with a thump on the automobile top. He bounced once or twice like a rubber ball, then, frightened but unhurt, peered over the edge of the top at Mrs. Wiggins who was walking around the car and shaking her horns and mooing in a terribly frightening way. She was really laughing, but the band didn't know that. It's <laughs> funny. What? That her, that her, her laughing sounded frightening. Meanwhile, the dog and cat chased the boy across the field, and he was even more badly frightened than the man, for after they stopped chasing him, he kept on running, and after he was out of sight, they could still hear his terrified yells. There, I guess we settled them, said Mrs. Wiggins. And she sat down on the road and bellowed with laughter until the tears ran down her cheeks, and the man with the black mustache shivered with fear. Mrs. Wiggins was very fond of a joke. Pretty soon the animals started on again, and when they had gone a half a mile or so, um, they looked back and saw the man climb slowly down and get into the automobile. But he did not come after them. He turned around and went back up the hill and went home another way. Mrs. Wiggins was a character. That means that when she did anything, she always did it in a little different way than anyone else would have done it. That's a good way of saying it. You ever heard anyone say, like, oh, he's a character, or she's a character? What? Have you ever heard someone be called a character? Uh, this author does a good job of describing what that means. That means when she did anything, she always did it in a little different way than anyone else would have done. And she did a good many things that nobody else would have ever thought of. Like somebody who's just different. Like they do things a little bit differently and wildly, maybe. 
There were two spiders, Mr. and Mrs. Webb, that lived up in the roof of the cow barn. Of course, they heard everything that had gone on the night the animals had their meeting. And the next morning, Mrs. Webb slid down a long thread and landed on Mrs. Wiggins' nose. At first, Mrs. Wiggins shook her head and asked the spider to get off. She tickled. But Mrs. Webb crept up close to the cow's ear and said, I want your advice about something. This flattered Mrs. Wiggins because very few people ever asked the cow's advice about anything. So she said she would listen. Now spiders have very little voices and even animals who hear better than people have to be very close to them to understand what they say. So Mrs. Webb crept still closer to Mrs. Wiggins' ears and said, Mrs. Wiggins, me and Webb have been talking it over and we'd like to go on this trip with all you animals. It's cold here in the winter. There are very few flies, and we have to sleep most of the time. Do you suppose it, it could be managed? Mrs. Wiggins, do you think we'll take the spiders? Mrs. Wiggins, uh, oh, right. Mrs. Wiggins, um, thought and thought, and finally she said, I'd be glad to do you and Mr. Webb a good turn, because you keep the cow barn clear of flies in the summer. As far as your coming along goes, that isn't bothering me, for you can ride on my back. And I've been wondering how you could catch enough flies to keep you alive. That's just the difficulty, said the spider. Mm, sure, you can tell me. Well, where, where is he then? It's just the difficulty, said the spider. We'd be traveling all day, and if we spun a web at night, when we camp, the flies would get, wouldn't get caught until, until the next morning, and then we'd be gone. Mrs. Wiggins thought some more, and then she said, I've got it. Suppose you spin a web between my horns, and then you'll have it with you all day, and you can catch plenty of flies. And Mrs. Webb was so delighted that she danced about on all her eight legs. I know, but she still has a deep mooing voice. I'm trying to make her voice sound like a moo. Uh, she, uh, Mrs. Wiggins was... Yes, like this? Yes, that's what Mrs. Wiggins sounds like. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, how should she sound? She's weaking. Dad. Okay. Mrs. Webb was so delighted that she danced about on all of her eight legs and tickled Mrs. Wiggins' ear terribly. And when she ran up the, her thread as fast as she could and told her husband. And they went along on the trip to Florida. Wait a minute, hold on. So the spider was in between her horns? Yeah. And she just rammed somebody with her horns? Yes, she did. Just now, maybe. Yeah. This was the kind of thing Mrs. Wiggins was always like doing. After she the... No, I think they've been with them the whole way along. No. Yeah. This, this, that was a conversation that's happening back at the cow barn. So they must have been okay. 
Junior stop kicking the book. Uh, the animals went on down the hill and across the second valley. They met a few people in automobiles or on foot, but the people only stared and did not try to stop them, because that would be pretty crazy to see all those animals walking down the road. Then about four o'clock, then at about four o'clock, Alice and Emma, who had got tired and were riding on Hank's back, began quacking excitedly. There's something funny coming down the road after us in a cloud of There's something funny coming down the road after us in a cloud of dust, they said. Oh, those are the ducks. I was trying to make their their voices sound like quacks. Automobile probably, said Hank. Yeah, they still sound like that. It's too small for an automobile, said Alice. Then it's a man. Then it's a man. Is that Mrs. Wiggins? Hello. Then it's a man. Hello. Then it's a man. Like that? That's what Mrs. Wiggins sounds like? Then it's a man. My name is Mrs. Wiggins, and I'm a big old cow, and I like doing things differently. Like that? It's too small for a man, and it comes too fast, said Emma. Uh, okay, the next time I get to her. Then they all stopped and looked, and away back on the road, they saw a tiny cloud of dust coming along at a great rate. They're watching this cloud of dust, they can't figure out what it is. Coming to towards them. Wait, but are that far? I guess so. I don't know. And they all stopped. Oh, they all stopped and looked, and away back on the road they saw a tiny cloud of. So I don't think it. I bet I'd be under my little book. Oh, I wrote. Yeah. That's so. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, they could not imagine what the dust of dust could be. And then the wind blew the dust aside for a moment. And they all sat up. They all set up a cheer, but they saw it was Charles the rooster and Henrietta his wife. And if you don't believe that a hen can run fast. You should have seen them coming down the road. In a very few minutes, they caught up with their friends. And then there was a great shouting and laughing and asking of questions. But they were both so out of breath that they could not speak for quite, for quite ten minutes. I knew he would come. Henrietta spoke first. Good gracious, what a day I've had, she exclaimed, fanning herself with her wing. Yes, we decided to come. Charles felt so bad this morning when you all started out. So I got my sisters to take the place in the mornings, his place in the mornings. There are eight of them, you see. That makes one for each day in the week, and one over to look after the children. Or how about if one of the others is sick? But can your sisters crow, said Freddy. Crow, said Henrietta. Of course they can crow. Any hen can crow if she wants to. Better than any rooster that was ever hatched. Why don't they ever do it then, said Jinx. Good gracious, what a silly question, cat. The rooster would never get up. Oh, they would never get up at all in the morning if the hen started to crow. 
They loaf around and sleep all day. They do little enough as it is. But at least they're not... At least they're out of the hen house early in the morning, so their wives can get some work done. Hmm, crow indeed, I guess not. The animals were all glad to have Charles and Henrietta with them, and they went on for a way, and camped that night under a big oak tree by the roadside. For a time, they sat about and told stories and jokes and made plans for the future. They were all tired, and one by one, they dropped off to sleep. Before Charles's eyes closed, he looked drowsily up at the starry sky above him, the long, mysterious white road by which they had camped. What a wonderful time we're, go we're going to have, he muttered sleepily. This is the first time since I was a chick I haven't had to worry about getting up in the morning. Oh, the winding road is long, is long, but never too long for me. We'll cheer each mile, mile of song, song. His voice trailed off in the silence, and he was sound asleep. I got that with the Oreo. Five Oreos. Do you have any comments? It was a good chapter. I'm going to read another. Um, and I actually do have one. Um, it, this book is different than the one I read before because it's two books in one. So, um, 